Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Hello, and welcome (laughs) to another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. I'm feeling a little silly right now, so you're going to get that in this week's episode. And I'm going to dive right in instead of doing an intro because that's what I feel like doing. Last week, I told you all my big secret of like taking a break and slowing down for 90 days and taking a rest initiative. And I would start sharing my journey with you. And I am currently in the process of putting together the vlog, which will share a lot of that, which is super exciting. But I thought I would also share here because, you know, you're my listeners, you're listening, and you might not want to watch a video. You might want to listen to an audio. So I'll share something a little different here than what's in the vlog. I am in the middle of this great sloth experiment. I am slowing down and doing less and witnessing everything that comes up while I do that. And you know what's interesting? A lot is coming up. (laughs) Maybe that's not interesting. But one thing that I journaled about the other day and just share a little BTS behind the scenes of my journal because this is super interesting. I actually picked up a new habit of journaling every day. Part of this Jim Fortin program was like, choose a new habit. And then I'd like felt the nudge to journal. So I just decided, okay, well, I guess I'll start journaling. And I just give myself like 10 minutes a day. Even if I write like three words, I just create that space. So it's a new habit. But one thing that came up in my journal was that this journey, part of it is I'm getting confused because I'm starting to feel like all of these down feelings. Like I'm not as tired, but for like a good two weeks, I was freaking just so exhausted every day and didn't have a lot of energy. And then I was feeling really sad. Oh my God, I'm witnessing this pattern as I'm sharing with you. So bear with me. And this past week, oh my gosh, has the anxiety flared up. I have been feeling so anxious, which is a feeling I have not felt for years. Like that used to be something I experienced and it's just not normal for me. To the point where like I really have been imploring my own practices where Like the anxiety shows up in my chest and it's so dense and heavy and I just have to sit with it. I go into it. I breathe into it. And I'm like, what do you have to share with me? I went to have a reflexology session this week and she said, Dana, you are trying to let go with your mind, but your body is holding. And I'm like, yeah, I can feel it. My body is like, has this resting tension and uneasy feeling like all the time this past week. And it's just like I'm holding, like like my breath isn't deep, my body, my muscles are slightly tense, and there's this like fluttering in my heart, like anxiety. 
And it's been so interesting. And anxiety in particular is a feeling that I really fight. And of course, fighting it doesn't really help it become any less (laughs) or talking about it. But experiencing it is really the best thing for me to do when I'm feeling anxiety. So I'm just noticing this showing up and I'm like just now thinking, oh, so I'm going through these phases of intense emotions that are showing up kind of one week at a time and giving me that opportunity to really experience it and free it from my body. So this week was anxiety. I mean, I don't know what to do except be with it. (laughs) I mean, this is part of the lesson. So what started me telling you all this is that I started worrying in my journal. I'm like, wait a second. I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all this inner work, rather. I'm releasing. I'm spending a lot of time in stillness, in silence. Like, I'm resting. I'm not doing a ton. I've like eased the gas on everything. And isn't this supposed to make me feel better? And I'm having all of these intense waves of emotion. What's going on? And one thing that I contemplated was, oh, I wonder if these emotions are always there under the surface as an undercurrent, but I'm too busy or excited about the next thing to actually deal with them, right? To feel them. And to me, that feels really true. So I've been talking recently with members in the Tuning In membership. We've had a couple awesome live inner voice calls this month. And one thing I brought to them was the idea of we have our primary emotion that we're experiencing, and then we have an undercurrent emotion that tends to drive a lot of behaviors, even though it's not the overarching. So for some people, the overarching feeling is like, I'm content. I feel fine. Fine. I'm good. Like really relatively neutral. But then you might find an undercurrent of worry, fear, anxiety, stress, doubt. All of those type of things might be underneath the surface. Now, you also may be like depressed on the outside and fearful under the current. Or you might be really anxious on the overarching, but you can sense the stillness and calm and joy on the inside, right? There's, I I can't tell you how you feel, but that is a great question is to slow down, take a breath and ask yourself, what is my primary emotion right now? What am I feeling? And then what is the secondary emotion? What is the undercurrent? And that's what I think is showing up for me is my primary emotion has usually been joy, ease, and like relatively fine. And now I'm creating so much stillness and space in my life and like I don't have much going on. Certainly I'm not doing much like outside of my home either. (laughs) that I think the undercurrent emotions are actually finally having their time to show up and be felt and experienced so that they can be freed. And that is a very exciting thing to me. And it's a really nice way that I choose to look at what is going on because our lives are distractions from our feelings, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. So to give myself space to just experience is really powerful. And I just felt this like massive wave of relief to notice like that I am going through these emotions kind of one at a time and processing them on a bigger scale 
over the course of the week. So that is one big thing that has been going on. And the other thing that I've noticed is I feel very raw. So when you watch this week's vlog, video blog, I'm just loving using the term vlog. When you watch it, you'll see one of the mini videos in there I shared about like I was feeling super emotional about something. And that's the other thing is like I've had this like undercurrent coming to the surface, like main emotion over a week. This week it was anxiety. And then I also feel extremely exposed and vulnerable to feeling everything. So during election week, it was feeling all of the tension, you know, the collective tension. And then last week, I was feeling a lot of collective pain and sadness. And like everyone I saw, like I went to go pick up pizza and I was on the street and I was having like these intense memories from when I lived in that area. And I was feeling sad, like a deep sadness. And then like I was thinking about the people and like how their lives have changed working at these different places because of COVID and I was feeling sadness. And then I drove on the way home, like there was a homeless man and I just, my heart was aching and I cried and it was like everyone's pain was my pain. And I very much felt that this week. And I just feel so raw, like, like a scab that has been picked right? Like I'd hardened over a little bit and now the scab has been picked and it's very sensitive and raw. And I don't think that I'm forming a new scab. I don't think that's the purpose of this work. I think the purpose of this work is to truly heal the skin so that it is not a scab and it is not a scar and it is not a raw wound, but it is just the skin again. It's like doing a chemical peel or microdermabrasion. Like when you first do that, your skin goes from being like too dry and like scales on your face and you can't get it off. So then you do a chemical peel or microdermabrasion and then it like literally takes off a layer of the skin and then it's really raw and exposed and sensitive and then it heals and it becomes fresh new skin. This visual came up because I've spent a lot of time watching Sex in the City the past couple of weeks. I started from the beginning. And there's an episode where Carrie, it's her book launch for her first book, her book party. And Samantha got a chemical peel the day before and she shows up with like a veil over her face and you lift it and it's like, ah. So that's why that visual came. But I feel like that's happening within myself, in my emotions, in my view of the world. I think I'm shedding layers and at first it's going to be very raw and then it's going to heal through a fresh perspective, through a fresh set of eyes. And I just love that. It feels so true to me right now. And another thing that came up, this is great. My inner voice said to me, no rush. And my mind is like rolling my eyes. Really, no rush because in the midst of this transformation, right, I'm feeling really raw, exposed, and intense emotions. My mind is like, okay, can we get this over with because we have transformation to happen and we need all the results that come after the transformation. So if we could just move this along, please. And my inner voice is like, no rush. You can't rush this. You can't rush insight. You can't rush transformation. You can't rush clearing old emotions. 
we just can't. And as much as we'd love to, you know, take a magic pill or snap our fingers, go to the genie and end up on the other side, to me, it's just like, if we really want to transform, and I don't mean have a different perspective one day. I mean, if we really want to transform ourselves, at least for me, I feel like I have to go through it. Like I have to go through it. Today, I had an inner voice session because I told you I'm doing these every other week. And my inner voice showed me, it said, Dana's afraid to go into the dark. She keeps backpedaling because she's afraid of what she'll experience, right? These are all these intense emotions. I'm like fighting and resisting them and packing up. I'm like, hold on. I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for transformation to feel good. But my inner voice said, she's going into a tunnel and it showed me an image of a tunnel. It said, but it's not just a straight road into the tunnel. It's more like the racetracks that kids build and it's like a spiral. So the car is going to go up and around all the walls and the ceiling and the floor of the tunnel and it's spiraling deeper in. And it said, that's why you're feeling all these different feelings because it's almost like a sideways roller coaster. But the dark of the tunnel, that is like actually protection and ease and safety before you end up on the other side, which is sparkle. My inner voice loves sparkle. It says it's sparkle. It says I'm sparkle. It says we all can see through the eyes of sparkle if we just blink and bring it back. And that abundance is sparkle. But in order to really experience the sparkle, we have to close our eyes. We have to go on the wave and into the darkness. And that does not mean, this is my mind talking now, That doesn't mean we have to go through pain. That doesn't mean it's like a miserable, horrible experience. It may be, but it can be a wonderful experience. It can just be part of the path. We're so afraid of discomfort and pain. And look, I'm speaking for myself here and like feeling these unwanted feelings where I just want to feel good. But what if to truly feel good, we have to feel all of the, quote, bad feelings as well? And that's this journey. And I'm so grateful to have my inner voice as a guide and to have my coach Lauren as a guide and to have my own experience through coaching and all this work I've done and just my journal and my insights and my voice memos and this podcast and my video vlog. Like, I love going on this journey with all the support because I feel like if I was going at it alone, it would be a little more challenging, a little more challenging because we need support. You know, it's so nice, especially like when the mind starts to kick in and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why did you decide to slow down? Why did you do this? Why did you do this? And then you'd be like, wait, (laughs) SOS. call call a coach check in with your inner voice do some journaling like get back to the why to the deeper reason because the truth is we have to find comfort in the discomfort if we want to really enjoy the ride of life in fact i have an entire podcast episode it's one of the earlier ones but i have an entire podcast episode that is called finding comfort in the discomfort. Like, why would I do a podcast episode about that? Like, why do we want to be comfortable in discomfort? Don't we want to escape the discomfort? And what I would say is that 
No, because we can't live a life without discomfort. Like that is part of what we sign up for when we show up in this world. We show up for some of the discomfort. And because of that, how much easier would it be if we could be comfortable with the discomfort? And that is what I am very much learning right now is, okay, how can I be comfortable with this? How can I get comfortable with this experience of discomfort? Because it's part of the journey. In fact, the more you desire to transform, the more discomfort you're going to have. I have a friend, I shared about her a couple episodes ago, who's gone through a massive transformation. And she texted me today. She's like, Dana, immediate. I need your help, please. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, what's going on? And one of her old storylines, which is relationships, is flaring up. She's like at ease with all the other areas of her life right now. But this one is starting to flare up again. Because the mind is like, hold on, things are getting too easy. It's getting too comfortable. Like we're transforming too quickly. So let me pump the brakes and find something that's uncomfortable, the most uncomfortable thing. And let me bring it right back up. So you have to face it. And normally what do we do when that happens is we fight it instead of facing it. But what if we looked at these types of feelings and these discomforts that show up What if we looked at them as like, this is showing up because it's ready to be let go of. It's ready to be released. And that's what I'm experiencing when we do, if you've ever done an emotional beanbag release session with me, which you can totally do if you sign up on my website, alignful.com, and then click work with me, you can do just an emotional release session. But anytime we do those, a lot comes up for people. And I always ask their inner voice, but I remind them as well. The only reason this is showing up is because it's safe and it's ready for it to come up and to be released once and for all. And I'm like only just now as I'm recording this, making that connection that that is exactly what is happening for me on these emotional roller coasters that I'm on. I am feeling the intensity for like a week at a time of one of the emotions that I least desire. (laughs) And then like I'm crying and feeling it and all those things are showing up and I'm like, wow, this is showing up because it's ready to let go. No, that doesn't mean I'll never have anxiety again, but what I feel like is happening. And again, thank you for listening because this is really just me verbal processing I mean, this is kind of what I promised you all. This is me processing what I've gone through. What I feel like is happening is that these are old, old feelings that have been suppressed. So it's old sadness, old anxiety. I forgot what my first emotion was that I shared with you, but that's old too. (laughs) It's the old old ones that are from years and years of feeling them and putting them aside. And now I'm creating this space and they're starting to like peek their heads out like a a little groundhog. Can I come out? Can I come out? And I'm like, come on out. And then all of a sudden one groundhog pops his head out or um, prairie dog. One prairie dog pops his head out of the hole and he's like, he looks around. He's like, guys, I think it's safe to come up. She's not going to 
block us anymore. She's not going to whack-a-mole us back down. So he pops up, he says it's clear, and then all the other prairie dogs come up. And all of a sudden, I am flooded with anxiety (laughs) because all the prairie dogs have decided to come up and they are running rampant around me. And if I fight them and try to shove them all back into the hole one by one and whack-a-mole them, that's not going to work very well because too many are up. So I have to allow the prairie dogs, allow them to come up, to find it to be safe, and then to run away. (laughs) They can run around, but eventually they're either going to go back into their hole or they're going to move on because I'm giving them that space. And that is exactly what is going on. I have no idea how many different emotions I'm going to ride over the next, I don't know, few months. I have no idea what is deep within me that is ready, is going to poke its head out and be like, is it safe for me to come up once and for all? And I have to be comfortable knowing that that discomfort will show up and trusting enough to know that I have the tools to process this. It's only coming up because it's safe and ready. And so if I look at it from that perspective, imagine how much releasing I'm doing even when I'm not thinking I'm actively releasing, even when I'm not in the middle of a beanbag session, right? Even when I'm not in an inner voice session crying, even when I'm not crying in the car. (laughs) But imagine that if I'm allowing these things to come up because I've created the space in my life for them to be felt and experienced, how much more I'm going to let go. And it doesn't always have to be hard. It doesn't always have to be traumatic or dramatic. It can just start to move out because the prairie dogs have all come up. I'm feeling that feeling. I'm allowing it. And then they can just start to run away one by one. The prairie dogs start to dissipate. And that's what's going on right now. And I just heard complete, which is my inner voice. It's been saying that a lot lately when I'm, I can shut up. So that is your update from week one that I'm sharing with you of my sloth experiment of my eight to 12 week journey. I don't know how long this is going to last, but I am on this ride and thank you for joining me on this ride. And I'm just so excited. I'm doing this the big long way because my hope is that I will gain many insights about this so that I can take you on this journey in a simpler (laughs) way that really fits into your lifestyle and that you can go on this journey too of clearing and releasing and pausing without it totally derailing your life and actually experiencing this in a way that suits you. So as always, thank you so much for listening. If this will resonate with anyone you know, anyone else who's feeling this call to slow down or curious of what this journey is like, feel free to share it with them and rate and review me on Instagram. Nope, on iTunes. (laughs) I'm not on Instagram right now. Anyway, thank you so much and have a beautiful day. And I will see you next week for another weekly update, probably some verbal processing and some insights that I've gained along the way.
Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans or find me on my website at alignful.com.